song we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should have never left us granted But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black Bobby Mac, Josh, Brian and Mary Got to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me Everybody, we are fired up today. Welcome to Planet Platypus. You know who it is. It's your old friends, Jiggy Josh Fiore, aka Spitfire King, along with DJ Platypus, and of course, Mr. Voice Bobby Mac. And I'm Mary Carey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we man. are all in studio today and shot yeah, out of a fucking cannon. Yeah, man, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. But yeah, we're back. Man. We're back for that ass. With, and uh, uh, as of right this second, we are coronavirus free. Thank the Lord. Yes. This is a big panic going on right yeah. now. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for letting me broadcast from my house because I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm, yeah. I'm remote today. Oh, man. The, uh, the, the panic is out of control, man, I think. You know, I, I was out Saturday night and um, I was at a casino and... Um, I would say about 40% of the people in that casino were all wearing masks. What? It was really weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I haven't seen that a lot, too. Yeah. Which they say the mask does absolutely nothing to protect you from that virus. No. Yeah. It's, uh, if you have the virus and you wear the mask, it might help prevent the spread of it. But if, you try, if you're wearing it as a protective measure, it's you're wasting your time. It's yeah, that's not. what they say. That's yeah. exactly what they say. Right. But um, I don't know, man. It's been... Uh, but the mask industry... Is just blowing up right now. Yeah, really? the surgical mask businesses. You know, well, they're out of masks. Yeah, I think this coronavirus is all just a hoax yeah. put on by Big Mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, our good uh, friend uh, Adam Hunter, he actually, um, I saw uh, he was doing stand up and he posted online like a little snippet of his stand up, and he said since the coronavirus has started. Corona beer is down 600% no. in sales. I, I heard that's not true. I heard they're actually making more money now. That's part of a joke, Josh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a comedian. He's a comedian. Oh, okay. You're, you're messing up the punchline. Oh, just kidding. Right. So he said, uh, <laughs> Corona is down. I just lost my headphones. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. All right. Corona is down um, 600%. The real person behind the coronavirus is modello that's that's pretty much where the, where the joke was so i thought that was um i thought that was clever yeah um but everyone's freaking out about this thing do you think it's affecting your clubs i, I mean it's easy in our business to blame a slow night on something oh yeah a typhoon, there's, always, there's always something a, yes. you know whatever but it's the beginning of the month it's the end of the month it's the middle this, of the month this is, <laughs> this is a legitimate concern to a lot of people yeah. and depending on what you know, area of the country you're from, right. it's something that, you know, you should be pretty vigil about, you know I mean? Because, you know, this, this thing doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I had plans to, to go travel and visit some family. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother, she's okay. She had an injury and I wanted to just go and be there for her and help her out a little bit, help my dad take care of yeah. her a little bit also. So, nice um, so I booked the flight. I'm, I'm in, I'm going. My grandmother called me yesterday. She got word that I'm coming. 
begged me. Like they, t- her and my dad took a stand. Nope, you're not go. You're not going through <laughs> these airports and coming here and bringing that shit over here. Just wait till this blows over. So now I'm not going. They, yeah. She refuses. She won't even. She's like, no. And I go, what, I'm, I'm going to be fine. And she goes, no, nope, you could be a carrier. You're going to come and bring those germs to your grandmother? You could, You might even not know. You come in, you carry, you breathe those germs. I'm elderly, Joshua. I'm going to get sick. Oh, God. <laughs> so now I'm not going. That's that's shut down by grandma. Sh- maybe, she shut it down. Maybe you're not thinking about this outside the box the mm-hmm. way you should be, Josh. Okay. Maybe you should get yourself a hazmat suit. All right. You know, fly in that. And then when you get there, you can, you know, show up at her doorstep in a hazmat suit, leave the hazmat suit on the porch and walk into the house. I don't know, man. I think I'll be fine. I mean, I worked at Cadillac Lounge for almost 10 years. I think I'm immune to any type of disease disease at this you point. Know, that raises a great <laughs> point. We work, and, and even the last time at my birthday party, I did a... a, a a few minutes on the on the same thing. We work in an unsanitary environment. Period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like uh, the the little extra, like the <laughs> being flu season. Yeah, really doesn't add or subtract to the amount of fucking mm. ass money that's being handled <laughs> in the club. Yeah, I mean, uh, my 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 premise on that was like uh, you know trying to be who you are when you're calling out the action on the stage and being older now, like, you know, it's not the same as when I was 20, when I was 20 with two girls going at each other and one's finger in the other and the other's got their face in the butthole and you're like, ah, yes. And if (laughs) I were to do that now, you're like the first thought in your head is like, Wow, that's unsanitary. Because <laughs> I'm sanitizer. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they're bathing in it now. It's not you even like, you can't even buy the stuff. It's gone. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the the fucking pirates bought all the like went to BJ <laughs> wholesale and bought the bucket ones, and now they have them up on Amazon for 280 bucks. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I, I'm more worried, not so much about the coronavirus tonight, right now, but our boy Jay Fuego mm. going through a midlife crisis, Bobby. How's that motorcycle? We, we, going? This is good, yeah. man. I had it out uh, yesterday. I was out there cruising around. We got the motorcycle. Yeah. Are you you know? going up to like twenty miles an hour? Yet? No, no, I'm, get, I'm getting up there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like an experience. You know, I saw a couple YouTube videos. I watched a couple episodes of Sons of Anarchy. I'm ready to go, man. I was out there. I was out there, and I got this shirt. I went out and bought this shirt. It's a, it's a Slayer shirt. You've seen yeah, it, yeah. And on the back, it says Slayer, and it's got like a skull and shit. And I bought. I could give a fuck about that band. I bought it for the sole purpose of riding my motorcycle because it looked cool. Because a skull on the back and says Slayer and the sleeves have like flames and shit. So I'm like, oh, this is going to look cool on the bike. So I went out there. I had my fucking my little bucket looking helmet on and my sunglasses. I had that Slayer shirt and that cool ass bike. And I was cruising all around here. And then I uh, stopped at this red light over here at uh, Miramar 172nd. Over yeah. there. And, and <clears throat> I had the bike still in second gear. And so when I went to go, it stalled out a little bit, you know. So I had this big truck behind me. He's getting fucking frustrated. I'm like, hey, hold on. And I'm trying to dig it. I'm stalled again. And then I had to, you know. So these are the, like little hiccups that I'm, uh, you know, it's yeah. just going to take a little bit more experience. We, we but actually, I'm out there. I'm out on the road. So if you guys see me out there, easy rider, you know, you just shoot me a little, <laughs> little toot in a wave. Stay the fuck away and, from stay, me. Stay out of the way because I might stall out in front that, of you. That shirt works, though. We went out to dinner about a week ago, Josh and I. And we were walking outside of the restaurant and some dude, like this old redneck guy passed us. <laughs> and he's like, kill shirt, dude. Yeah, he was like, cool band, man. <laughs> man. Actually, you were in the bathroom taking yeah. a piss. We were taking a piss and the guy was like accosting Josh while he was pissing. <laughs> yeah. shirt on. But yeah. I wasn't talking about the motorcycle. I wasn't okay. talking about, you know, the, the, 
you know, appearance change. I wasn't okay. talking about, you know, any of that. I want to talk about this new desk that you just purchased. Oh, this thing's badass. I mean, I'm sorry if you guys don't like it. I mean, well, I can move it somewhere else. But this, to me, it looked like it just fit in this office with the cool artwork I have. So here the studio shit. has, for our listening audience, let yeah. me just do a little setup here. The studio has a brand new piece of furniture that Josh yeah. went out to an antique store and found this, like, flower. It's dragons, dude. It's dragon. fucking Asian well, dragon. I'm looking at flowers here on the well, outside. You know, Fiori means flower in Italian. I do know that, yes. So with, it's just, dude, it's, it was made for me. Look at this thing. It, like, I, this desk and, ch- and the chair... I'm trying to paint the picture for our listeners. The chair is just like a very elaborate carved, like the arms of the chair are Asian Definitely dragons. Elaborate. And it, it's, it's a lot. It's a little gaudy. It would be like it, like if I was the boss of like P.F. Chang's, like if I was P.F. Chang, this would be like the, the desk <laughs> Bobby, in my office. Bobby, look at the desk. Yeah. Now close your eyes and think of the scene from Scarface. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is the boss desk of the century. That's about what we're looking uh, at. This here. chair I'm, is I'm, like a throne, a spitfire throne with dragons breathing fire and shit, wings and shit. It's 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 a beautiful piece Should of Bobby furniture. Should Bobby and I be concerned at this point? It's no, very, it's very no. it's very ornate. It like is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a nice way of saying it's gay. No, no, no. That sounds homophobic. I love it. I think this is a a perfect piece for this office. It just when I get in my creative zone, I like to have art around me. I don't know. It's just my thing. So this is just a piece of art to me that I get to, you know, fart in. It's a beautiful (laughs) desk. (laughs) I mean, it's it's like. It's got carvings and 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 like gargoyles, like on like the Cathedral of Notre Dame, all around it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a big step up from the Walmart desk that was yeah. in here previous right. to this. Yeah. So it, it's it's you know a little that, shocking. You know that yeah. giant mermaid on the hilt front of every pirate ship? It's got those. <laughs> yes. On all yes, four it does. Corners. Yes, it absolutely does. That's yeah. crazy. It's it, it's badass. Yeah, we yeah. May, maybe we'll post a picture of this on the uh, well, on the Planet Platter midlife page. crisis for Josh. I mean, would you consider that a midlife crisis? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm grown. I'm sexy. I want a nice piece of antique furniture for the home. I don't feel that's a midlife crisis. I feel like that's that's uh, making grown and sexy moves out here. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, yeah. um, he's going to bring girls in here and like, you know, show off the studio. And the first thing she's nice desk. Oh, yeah. my God. Now, now, my boss, uh, Bianco, he, he helped me take the desk home. Like he has the truck. You know? Right, right. So. You know, we go, he's like, he offered to help me pick up the desk. We go to the place. As soon as he saw it, I could see in his face, he wanted to just fucking laugh at me instantly. He, he was just like, what the fuck is that? Because <laughs> it's not his style. He I literally could, could not wait to tell me yesterday. Yeah. Like, uh, he's just like, listen, he's like, I don't want to tell you anything more than Josh bought a desk and you have to see it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. well, well, what, what's so, like, I go, what's so crazy about it? And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to tell you. Yeah. You just have to and, see And did he it. tell you I almost bought the bench too? No. Right, so when I go to pick up the desk, they have a bench. Looks like a church pew bench. And it's just like this chair. The dragon shit like carved up and stuff. And they didn't have that last time, but they just got it in that day. Right, right. It doesn't go with the set, but I mean, it looks like it was made for it. Same, sure. same exact type of thing. But right. it's like a, a, a gothic looking church pew. And I was like, oh, that's badass. And of course, I'm not going to you know, buy it, but... I almost, I came close. I was tempted because it just matched it so perfect. I was thinking of getting rid of the bobby chair and putting the bench over there, but 
Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Bobby's in a lazy boy chair. Yeah, like, yeah, right. So I, I don't think you'd be comfortable. In I don't, this, I don't think a bench is an upgrade for Mr. Voice. I just don't see it. But yeah. but it does give a certain flair to you know the studio. Yes, it yes, really does. I, li- I like I like it. I, I feel like this is uh, this is, suits my personality. And, and it and it kind of I like it because there's that like I don't know what period this is from. I don't know too much about it. I didn't even ask a lot of questions. I just said, you know, usually you go to an antique store, you say, what can you tell me about this piece? Not me. <laughs> Not me. I said, oh, that's badass. I want that. I'll take it. That's yeah. it. Right. It seems yeah. like it needs impulse like, buy. Yeah, seems it like it needs buy. like a glass top over top. To yeah, I think I'm going to get a little uh, plexiglass top for it because I got all these electronics on here. Yeah, that part, yeah, that's probably get a good all idea. scratched up. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to mess that up way that when finish. you do your cocaine rails. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a nice smooth surface right. to just slide right across. Right. Yeah, for sure. Wah! For sure. But it, it, it kind of fits with our, you know, you know, we we have religion sponsoring us. Yes, this we is do. Kind of like a religious yeah. period type, yeah. you know, desk in a sense with dragons and satanic things on the back and then flowers and ornate things on the front. It's yeah. just different. Right. Very gaudy, Josh. Yeah. For some people, maybe. <laughs> it also goes with the theme of today's show because it's something old but we're making it something new oh i like that segue josh like because that? yeah let's um before we do a, a quick commercial let's um let's set up today's show okay so a couple of weeks ago um there's a young dj who i've never had the pleasure of meeting uh from rhode island josh knows this kid i don't i i have i've met him yeah i i i his name wait. is uh, Austin Tuttle. Yeah. And uh, Bobby was late to this party. Um, he started a thread basically about... Um, well, older- for people that are not privy to the Panda page, I'm going to stop you for just a second. Yeah. He didn't just start a thread. He started a movement. I don't think a post on the Panda forum, I'm not even on Facebook, and even I know about this, Right, has ever received so much attention. I mean, he garnered so much attention. I mean, I don't have, have you seen a post with more comments than this particular yeah, post? Mao Drayton. Well, Mal, okay, people know. that haven't not been in the last few years, people that haven't been active in the group in ages had to chime in. It was one of these things where, like, so I just want to point out it was more than just a post. This, yeah. this was a, a big, a, 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 this sparked a big debate. So the, continue. The premise, <laughs> the premise of the post is basically old DJs bitching and moaning and complaining about music. And uh, <laughs> young millennial type DJs doing their thing, basically saying the old guys, you know, need to stop crying because they don't understand music yeah. and how to do their jobs. And it, look, he was trying to make a point, but he chose the wrong way of going about it, in my opinion. Okay. So I was going to completely let it go. I was reading some comments and I just. I don't know what got over me. Maybe okay. I was just in a bad crabby mood. Oh, no, you mood completely that day. let it go, all right. But I, I, <laughs> I kind of threw down a little bit of knowledge. In defense there. of the old heads. In defense of the older DJs. Yeah. And uh, anyway, words were shared back and forth. <laughs> but we'll get to that because on today's show, we've actually tracked this kid down. Yes, we mm-hmm. have. And he's going to be a guest on the phone here in a minute. And we're going to actually really break this down. I've invited Mr. Morgan Freeman to come in today. Very nice. Ooh. I mean, we've got, you know, a lot going on. But before we go to any of that, I really would like to give a shout out to Religion Tequila. <laughs> go ahead. You want me to do it? Yeah. No. Let's talk about it. Our friends at Religion, the most organic 
tequila on the planet, Bobby. It really is. It's good for you. It's healthy. It's good for you. And it tastes amazing. It really does. I need to get a prescription for that. Yes. Yes. It's so good, in fact. uh, I don't know if you guys were aware that on the international stage, Religion Tequila uh, reached great heights by recently being awarded the Double Gold Medal in the Las Vegas Global Spirit Awards for Best Overall Tequila. Medal winners. And Best Blanco. And it's and they come from the very best. Is it agave or agave? Agave. Agave in Mexico. It's yes, the greatest they, ever. They, they grow this agave way up high in the mountains. That high altitude is what gives it that very unique uh, flavor. Yeah, it's something about the altitude where they grow it in the Mazarella Meatloaf Mountains. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Josh. That's right. Yes. And uh, we we support religion, and um, yeah. you know we. We just uh, we love these guys and they uh, support us. And yes, and as the distribution grows, make sure you ask for it by name in your favorite nightclub or tequileria, or anywhere that sells tequila. Yes, uh, demand right. that they start selling it. Demand it, right? Demand it. That's yes. right. Demand it. They say never talk about religion in the strip club. I disagree. I say demand it. That's right. Politics and religion. <laughs> we're all about religion here on the planet. Platypus. That's right. But really. For, for yes, real. we are. For Praise real. the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Religion tequila. <laughs> hashtag worship tequila, seek religion. Worship tequila, seek religion. We should start a vodka called politics. And then we can. <laughs> yes. I'm on board with that. Politic vodka. Politic vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I don't know, man. It sounds like a lot of work. Oh. Oh. Starting your own liquor. That, that, yeah, how do you do that? How so. does one go? But we talked to the we talked to uh, Jesse over there yeah. at Religion Tequila. He explained easy. the process. It's yeah, it sounds like you can't just be just some some nah. schmo off the street. You need money, time, and, and make, the right people. They yeah. make vodka out of potatoes. How hard can it be? Yeah, I mean, shit. My grandfather used to make wine in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Fiori Vineyards. Fiori Vineyards. <laughs> Fresh from Oneyville Springs. Come on down. Oh did, my your, God. did your grandfather have a desk like this when he was doing oh, this? Oh, my grandfather wished he had a desk like this. Yeah. Grandfather you, might have carved a desk like hey, this. Yes. Don't joke because a lot of Italian grandparents not only had desks like this, they had hutches like this. You know what a <laughs> oh, hutch yeah, is? No, no, They're covered yeah, in plastic. I, I know yeah. exactly. Yes. What a people from Florida don't know what a hutch is. Right. Yeah, man. Y'all don't know. Yeah. Right, like, right. So the Italian families all had a hutch. And that was like sometimes your showpiece because oh, that's yeah. where they would put whatever. All your little knickknacks. Yeah, and they shit. had yeah. like their most expensive knickknacks and their most expensive plates. The and Virgin Mary was, was like, in there. Or vases. It was a status symbol. Right. Your hutch. Sure. Your yeah. hutch is what showed people what kind of plates you had. Heck oh, yeah. Shit. I got to go return this and get a hutch now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get uh, Austin Tuttle on the phone. Yes, so, man, I'm, I'm I'm excited about today's show. I got to say because um, Josh even did a special Spitfire. I do. I know it's been a while since I hit him with a real banger, and this week I think it is. Uh, you know, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but but, but toot toot because this motherfucker <laughs> is, I, is gonna blow up. Am I the only one that was surprised that he was black? Like who me? You hear the name Austin Tuttle, and you're like, you think it's some short guy from England? I believe you know, he's like, a biracial. Hello, it's Austin Tuttle. <laughs> you young punks. Hello, hello. Yo, yo, what yeah. up, man? Austin's in the building. What's up, homie? Thank you, thank you. Yes. How y'all doing? Very good. So, so this is the man who sparked all the debate on the on the panda floor. A little bit of controversy. A little controversy. Josh, now, yeah. I want to precursor this by saying this. First of all, Austin, thank you for uh, for joining us today because I, I was really Took excited courage. to talk hey, about. Thanks for having me, fellas. <laughs> I was very excited to uh, talk about this topic today, and I was really hoping that we could get you on the phone. Now, 
Uh, you told me about this post, Platt. You showed it to me. I don't even have Facebook, and even I knew it was buzzing. Right. And you, so you, you, you actually showed it to me, and I said, wait a minute. I know this guy. Austin came to see me one day at the Cadillac Lounge. Uh, it was a, a situation. Right. Yes, it was a situation where I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think he called the club and asked if they were hiring DJs, and somebody told him, "Yeah, come talk to Josh on a Wednesday." Nobody told me what was going on, so he shows up. I wasn't expecting him at all. Usually, this happens. I just kind of get annoyed with my, right. you know, whatever. And but anyway, something about Austin, I I really liked him. Like, just as a person, I liked his approach. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, man. And it's to the point where, like, usually I just don't want to be bothered. I would send people on their way. But with him, I wanted to help. I didn't have any shifts for him, but I wanted right. to help him find something. I, we talked a little bit about different clubs that maybe he could check out. You saw a potential somewhere I there. saw right. something, and there was a connection. I really okay. did like him as a person. And, in fact, when I moved to Florida, mm-hmm. I contacted him again. Right. I saved his number, and I said, um, you know, I'm moving away. There might be some shifts opening up. If you're still looking for something, I might have something for you. So he did make. A, I should have a, taken a, you up on it then. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, so, so I just want to say that um, that that I do have a, a soft spot in my heart for Austin because I have met him and I and I did like him enough to save his number and, and and try to help him find something. Well, let's give Austin a little chance before we start getting into and divulging into the post and and, and the words that were exchanged between. Him between him and I, yeah. let's give him an opportunity to at least tell our list, listeners who he is and, and what he's done and a little background. Austin, if you can, just give us a little background and history as to who you are, where you've worked, what you know, how long you've been in the business, that, that sort of thing. Sure. I've uh, been a strip club DJ for about eight years now. Uh, I used to work over at Riviera's Worcester, which is now The Office, and formerly Crystal Palace and Emperor's and, you know, four other club names. And then I worked at uh, Wild Zebra for the last year or so in Providence. Oh yeah, that, now that was my very first club. It wasn't called Wild Zebra at the time, but 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 cheaters. yeah, it was Cheaters back then. That was the first gig right, I ever right. had. Yeah, yeah, right. fun place. Wild Zebra. That's yeah, a unique yeah, yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what so happened over there, man? They just got shut down for Ooh. the city uh, for all the bad stuff they were up to, and we just lost our appeal like three days ago. Oh, oh man, man. That's, that's dude. Seriously, uh, all ki- you know, all jokes and kidding aside, nobody wants that for anybody. I mean, that's that's not oh, good. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, out of the job and uh, shopping around, so perfect time for this interview. <laughs> yeah, for real, maybe. Yeah, I got to tell you what, I like this kid. You do, you know, uh, you know, it, I that post hit me the same way it hit you guys. Where yeah. I was like, well, okay, I reacted so he, pretty he, he hot. Took, he took a bold step. Uh-huh. Uh, and then as I followed it, I'm like, oh, okay, this kid has a sense of humor too. And I and then I turn and I show it to Jimmy Boucher. Yeah, because I'm at work. I'm like, he comes in to replace me, and on the shift change, I took the phone and I showed him because he's not in panda either. I go, look, you got to see what this kid posted. And then bam, Jimmy was within two minutes, he was laughing. Yeah, you know, because so I like I like that like I looked at his profile. You can get a sense of who somebody is. I like his sense of humor. I like his stance on things. It's just this one this one thing was <laughs> we seem to disagree. But yeah, I now, gotta tell you, I, I like the kid. I, I, I haven't really expressed my opinion to you guys yet, but I kind of was on board with what he was saying. Now I feel like I'm kind of in the group of the older DJs, right? But I do see. That a lot of guys are very. Just to clarify, the post was definitely about the younger guys too. It was the younger guy who kind of triggered this in my mind. Actually. Okay, all right, um, but I did kind of agree with the sentiment of the post, which is a lot of guys are stuck in their way, and that way doesn't necessarily work 
anymore. Yeah. See, I went the completely different way. I okay. didn't like him at all. I didn't like what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that's, any that's of that real, stuff. That's real. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it was just one of those things where it, it rubbed me the wrong way. And um, I, I, I just... I don't know. It just struck a nerve. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I, I look. It did. It struck a nerve with a bunch of people. It, it really did. It really did, Austin. And I'm just being honest with the way I was feeling in the moment. I'm going to give you. An, I'm going to give you every opportunity uh, here on our podcast to change that perception that I have. I have that taste in my mouth. I'm giving you the opportunity. You know, two of the three of us are already on your in your camp, so you, you, that, that's a good thing. But it's going to take a little bit more uh, persuading me of, of my thought process. So, okay. um, Cool, cool. So I'll let, bring you over. Let's, let's, get it in, let's get into it. Bobby, you have the post there, right? Why don't you just read the initial thing that was said by Austin you know that actually got this. Should this we have ball. Bobby read it? Or well, I I wanted Bobby to read the actual okay. th the the thing right, that started so, it. So on February twentieth, he posts. Uh, no offense, older guys, because young guys are stubborn too. But I see you guys complain a lot about new party music, and I'm quickly reminded why I'm head DJ and ninety percent of hoes like my style better than yours. I don't have taste. Uh, I don't have the taste for new primetime music to stick. Let me try this again. I don't have the taste for new primetime music stick to weekday day shifts because the 90s are when I was a kid and they aren't coming back. Oh, and honestly, some of you sound a little bit racist about it. Good luck with that. P.S. You'll make more money if you diversify your taste and stop trying to impose your taste where it isn't working. You're a service DJ and you should act like it until you can run your own nightclub and the crowd is here for your culture DJ taste, not... The pussy they actually came to the strip club for. Okay. Yeah. Now, at this stage, after reading that, yeah. my ego flared up like a, a pack arrogant. of hemorrhoids. Okay? Okay. <laughs> because for me, I, I'm going... First of all, who the fuck is Austin Tuttle? I've never heard of him. <laughs> okay. okay, that was my initial right. like response first. Right. All right, I'm going to be real here. Secondly, I'm like, who the fuck is he to say what's right and what's wrong? And then... Why would you ever in a million years use the word hose to describe <laughs> okay. the entertainers who in many ways take care of us financially yeah. across the board in many, many markets? There's a lot going on there. There's a lot of history that, that was being shit on there. There was a lot of, of I, I, it angered me. It okay. really just hit me. Now, granted, he started off fine. It's both camps that do this. It's but then he goes rogue in in his own thoughts <laughs> and basically says, "But fuck you, old guys. My hoes like me. I'm a head DJ in some club that's not even open anymore, mind you." He just said oh, the yeah, club is not even open. So <laughs> you just bragged about being a head DJ in a club that no longer exists now. Okay. As a guy who's been a head DJ for 25 years in the number one club in the world and has seen the history of this business evolve personally and been a huge part of a lot of the things that the DJs do today. I'm not saying that I'm anything bigger than what I've done. I've just put a lot of time, work, and effort into our trade as DJs. Is, Whether, it, is it true that you pen the phrase, put some greenery on the scenery? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Okay. But I, I did coin the phrase, put your hands together for. 
Okay. So that, okay. That, yes. okay, that was yeah. all you. <laughs> Put your hands together for Susie. That, okay. that was me. Right. Okay, that was me back in the early 90s when right Austin on. was a baby. That's so, right. so here's the deal. It just rubbed me the wrong way. So Austin, I'm, I, again, I want to be friends with you. I, I want to understand where you're coming from. And I don't want this to be an attacking thing. You have, like I said, two of these guys are definitely in your camp already. I'm willing to let you uh, persuade me. But before we get to that, we've invited a very special guest here today in the studio. And um, I wanted to read a little bit of the thread so we can see the interaction between you and myself after you had posted this. Because I reacted pretty harshly and you immediately responded to my reaction. So rather than us try to explain it, I thought it would be better if Mr. Morgan Freeman would come in here today and actually read an excerpt from that post. So ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Morgan McFreeman. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Freeman, it's been a long time. Welcome back to the studio. Uh, usually I have uh, theme music that comes with me. Well, I don't know what happened to my theme music. Well, jo- Josh bought a new desk this week, so our budget's a little off. But <laughs> I understand. Yes. All right. So Michael J. DeSuno says, I'll weigh in here. I have over 140 entertainers nightly. I hire DJs in over 50 clubs nationally. I'm obviously an older DJ in this industry. Your post embarrassed me as a DJ, as a professional in our industry. I feel sorry for you on many levels. You make a blank statement like that, nothing to back up your claims. Don't know you, never heard of you. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. Uh, Never heard of you. What I do know is that these old DJs would teach you a lot about the business. Respect your road that... um, I'm sorry, excuse me. That's something in my throat. (laughs) Respect the road you're on, knowing it's been decades of achievement and success. P.S. You will make more money being humble and learn learn our trade the right way instead of sounding off like an uneducated hack. Wow. You went for the throat on that one. A little bit. Uh, But at least least you love your hoes, and who doesn't? Uh, (laughs) Next time. I do. I really do. I can I can feel that in you. Uh, next time, make it to a next time you make it to a major market. Keep your eyes and ears open while watching and listening. These old guys, you might actually learn something instead of embarrassing yourself along with our trade. This post was and is pathetic and <laughs> sets our group back. I feel sorry for you and your hoes. Okay, some strong words there, Platypus. Yeah. yeah, I was fired up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he. There was a reply right after that from Austin. Do you have Do you have that, Mr. Morgan? Morgan Freeman. In, in fact, I do. Uh, he said, uh, uh, two minutes after you posted this." Yes. He says, "Michael J. DeSuno, OK Boomer." Yes. <laughs> Shrug emoji. Shrug emoji. Yeah. yeah. So, calling. First of all, I, I, I I'm not a boomer. Then I, then he went on to say there wasn't much <laughs> substance in your response. Well, yeah, but that's, yeah. you know, he had to say something at that point. I thought there was plenty of substance in my response. And then, of you, course, he said, you have 140 entertainers. You must you must be very rich. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. Oh, that's must great. Must be doing well. That's yeah. great. Okay, so, Austin, you have the floor. You have the floor now. It, we, we've We've painted the picture. We've said what needed to be said. And now you have the floor to uh, rebuttal uh, my anger towards you in that post. Anything you want to say? 
Well, uh, you know, uh, a lot of it was just kind of, you know, me talking shit on Facebook a little bit there. I certainly never thought it would uh, strike a chord with so many people for so long like it has. But uh, for the most part, the sentiment is there. Um, uh, kind of like sometimes I'll, I'll go to a club and, you know, like like the format. I mean, I guess I'm just all about giving people what they ask for. Right. right. That's and really I, and like I, the key to the And I got to agree with that because, you know, a lot of these guys, like I said, are stuck in a way that there they were certain songs that worked for a lot of years. You know, maybe it's a song like friggin' Jump Around or something, but I, I don't think that works in the strip club environment anymore for the most part. I mean, it depends on your market and your room, and I get that. Right. But there's a lot of popular new music that DJs just don't want to play because sure. they don't think it works because it doesn't have the right energy or whatever, but it's songs that sell that get people excited. There's certain songs that encourage throwing money on the stage that you can play. Here comes the hot stepper. It doesn't translate the same, you know, I get it. It's not, it's not people got it's, a handful of ones. They're like, come on. They're waiting for the good song to come on so they can throw some money. You know, it's funny. You say you mentioned that song in particular because three of the top, Fucking Spanish songs right now. Yeah, remixes of Hot Stepper. <laughs> Here come the Hot yeah. Stepper. Yes, there is. I've been playing it all weekend at my club. Not a lot yeah. of originality going on yeah. in the reggae Three of them. Yeah. And know what's funny is back in the day when I was listening to hip hop, like in the late 80s, early 90s, when I was a kid, and I can remember like my uncles and stuff saying like, ah, they're just ripping off James Brown songs. Yeah. It's just samples. Sure. And, they, and they said, one day when you're old, they're going to be new songs that are sampling yeah. the songs that are sampled from the samples. And holy shit, were they fucking right? Yep, yeah, they are. Uncle Vinny was are. a prophet. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But, but you know, this is a debate, I think, that, uh, uh, that, that, it's a generational clash. The market, I, I mean, as far as our clientele, who's coming into the club, it's different. Strip club culture is different. Uh, Tony Katane's crawling over the sports but, car in the White Snake video is not necessarily oh, strip club in culture all fairness, anymore. Though, hold on. In all fairness, to make a blanket statement like that, that all DJs, you know, mm -hmm. there's 2,000 DJs on, a, on that group page, right? right? Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, at least 4,000 DJs in the country. There's 3,000 clubs, so I'm going to say there's at least 4,000 DJs na nationally. Right. All right? Just like any society, just like any business, just like anything of that nature, there are very there are various tiers that go into it. Okay. You know, you've got your clubs that are more seedy-type biker bars that yeah. might not generate a ton of revenue. Right. There are clubs that are super clubs, <clears throat> like the one I work at at Tootsie's. Yeah. There are corporations that run numerous clubs. Right. There are family-owned um, clubs as well. Austin, are you in the bathtub? Or are you <laughs> I uh, got a big truck driving by. Oh, okay. Because oh, it sounds like you're DJing with Darth Vader right now. It's just, <laughs> but Okay, so, so my point is this. My point is to make a statement like that, that everybody should be doing it the way that this young kid is doing it in a club that doesn't exist anymore is a little bit much, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Right. It's okay to make the statement like you just did, Josh. Right. That, you know, hey, man, us younger guys have some substance behind what we're saying, and I'm going to prove it to you. I would be on board for that. I would be like, you know what, Austin? Let's be friends. Let's talk. Because maybe there's some things I can teach you, and I'm not old enough or, or, or you know, stubborn enough to not think that a younger DJ can't teach me a few things either. Right. So I am open-minded to the fact that he has an opinion he has a statement that needs to be made what bothered the what 
bugged the piss out of me. It's the boomer thing, right? <laughs> well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. That was that was the dagger after. But yeah. what really bothered me was the fact that you know that he just basically went there to say, "I'm I'm a certain way. You should all be like me." I was super arrogant about it. I was super arrogant about it. And there's a Definitely. lot of DJs that that have gone through four of your lifetimes in this business that have laid down the foundation for you to even have this platform. If it wasn't for a DJ, the, I think I created the Panda group page at some point. I, I know Dane and I did it way back in the yeah, day. We did. So, we so to actually have this young guy yeah. on something that we created, basically pissing on a, a life's work for a lot of these DJs, really bothered me. And I thought but, of the older DJs. But you, know, you know, I got I to gotta say, the older DJs that came to answer the call weren't really phased by it. You know, they yeah. kind of like, they, they, we encounter arrogance all across, you know, it's like part of our job. It's right. like, it's like, it's like encountering a, a, a stripper with bad taste in music. It's right. like, it doesn't phase me anymore. Right. So the old guys that did come to answer the call for this kid, when he laid down the message he did, they were, you know, they're pretty matter of fact about it. Definitely. It was surprising. And, and, and in all fairness, Austin, I'm going to give you that one because we are, all, like Bobby just said, we are all arrogant in our own way. We all have these tremendous egos, present company completely included, because I don't think anyone has a bigger ego than me on this planet. I mean, this freaking radio show is named after me. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, yeah. created a national DJ group and made himself president of it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so believe me, I, I, I give you a pass on that one. What I do want you to explain is, why do you call your entertainers hoes? Oh, I don't mean anything by it, you know, because they're my hoes. It's a term of endearment. Kind of a hoe-ass nigga when it comes right down to it. <laughs> like, I'm a hoe to them. Like, I'm, like, my job to, like, charm them and, like, you know. No. I, I haven't been a whole ass nigga in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, Morgan Freeman just woke up from his nap. I, uh, I get what he's saying because you have a certain uh, rapport with these girls. No. And like, you know, no, I, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think he meant it in a derogatory way. Whether he meant it or no, didn't no, mean it in that way. And this right. is the point I want to make to you, um, to, to you, Austin, as a young DJ. I really want you to heed my advice as an old DJ. Is a not so boomer DJ, okay? In the sense that if I'm gonna, I, there's 50 clubs that I hire for. And if I'm looking for DJs, which I constantly am, I comb Facebook, well, cool, Twitter. Maybe you can get me a job. Well, <laughs> let, let me answer that for you. I would never in a million, trillion, billion years hire any DJ, no matter how talented they are, that would go on a public or even a private forum on the internet and refer to our entertainers as hoes. That would never in a million years fly with our shareholders. That would never in a million years fly with our um, corporate management. That would never fly with my personal team. Because, you, you know, first of all, with the way that the structure is legally today, with the way the entertainers are taking these lawsuits to these clubs, to these club owners, and the things that are happening behind the scenes that you may or may not be privy to, I'm telling you personally, that is a tremendous red flag that you're throwing up there for a guy like me who's looking for a young DJ to groom and, and get into our company and see be creative and successful because that's all I want from any one of our DJs in our entire company. But I stand by the fact 
that when you put yourself Very out there and you call the girls hoes, it completely put a black check mark on your picture. And I would never in a million years even grant you an interview just because of that. Because it's a liability for a guy like me to hire a guy like you, knowing that you have the uh, potential of calling one of my entertainers hoes that can lead down the road to a big lawsuit in the corporate world. Do you understand at least that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, good point. So, so that that was that was what really threw me off and why. Okay. Now the last thing I want a public apology from this kid. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. He called me boomer. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm okay. You're probably with, an actor, aren't you? And now listen, I'm he okay. I'm okay with the humor intent behind what you said. I'm okay with you being funny. I'm okay with you making fun of me. I ask anyone who's a friend here in this room. I I I can dish it out, but I can also take it. Bobby, right? Yes, you you're a comedy based human being, and you always have. So it. I do understand it's coming from a place of the funny yeah. that you didn't you weren't saying it to be mean or malicious towards me at all. I get that. But I'm not a baby boomer. <laughs> so take that shit back and apologize publicly, man. All right. I'm sorry. I thought you were. Okay. okay. Now, okay. now we can be friends. Josh, or, uh, Josh right. what year were you born, Josh? I was born in 77. Yeah. So we're all Gen X in this room. Then. Yeah. yeah. I was born okay. in 75. I was born in the, the, the highlight of the, in disco, fact, my, the my, disco era. My birthday, my birthday <laughs> is this Friday, Austin. I'm going to yes. be 45 years old this Friday. Oh, that's not even. Yeah, I thought you were older than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because you have such a long career. But here's the thing, Josh. Uh, but that's what you got to remember is that you were once the guy that was in your early twenties that was like, "Let me play a little bit of fucking," you know, uh, you know. I remember when they said no hip hop. When I worked at Austin's Club when it was Cheaters, at that time they wanted rock and and EDM, which was called techno at the time. They want to rock and techno. Uh, yeah, yeah, you couldn't sure. play a rap, R&B. If, it, if there was a guy saying yo in the song, no, you couldn't play right, it. Right. And, and I really agree with him that that whole sentiment, these policies that are put in place are blatantly racist to me. And it was at that time too. And also I was like, but let me play some Luda, some Nelly, some 50 Cent. All these new hot artists are coming out with club bangers. No, no, we want to play uh, Van Halen and... and fucking Aerosmith and shit. And it's, it's like, yeah, that's cool too. But at that time I saw where it was going and I was one of the, the young DJs at the time that was really fighting to this format. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that because you're not tearing down a generation of other DJs doing it their way that got you the job in the first place. Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with your opinion. I'm not okay when you're the young DJ. You have not proven yourself yet. You're head DJ in some you know club in a small market. No offense to the club in the small market, but that's what it is. It is yeah. what it is. We were all a DJ. We were all market. that guy, but yeah. we didn't go on a platform right. and put our dick out on the table and basically say, you know what? I'm doing it this way. You guys are all old hat. You guys are, are completely fucking irrelevant yeah. because I am the future. I am the guy. And if you want to be more like me and my hose, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, okay. It just really fucking irked me. All right. So in all fairness, you've heard my rant, Austin. You've heard what the guys had to say. And if there's anything you want to say right now about it, go for it. This is your moment to put me in my place well, uh, once and for all. <laughs> well, uh, ironically, even though I was kind of like, you know, completely arrogant about it, as we have heard, uh, the post was actually about being selfless. Okay. And it was actually one of my guys, and it was a younger guy 
who said some shit that made me say that. And it kind of pissed me off and made me think, eh, like, fuck these guys for saying that. Because, like, you know what it was? It was uh, Pop Smoke had just died. Oh, right, a popular right. artist, you know, yeah. making us a ton of money on weekends. You know, he's club bangers right now. Yeah. And one of my own guys was like, oh, like, you know, Pop Smoke died. Oh, well. Yeah. Fuck that. Nothing of value was lost. And I was like, dude, like, he makes us a ton of money right now. What are you talking about? Like, so I just wanted to remind everybody that, you know, I view uh, our industry as a service industry and it's all about giving people what they want rather than being, say, like, you know, a famous EDM DJ or, you know, even like a DJ Khaled. Like, mm-hmm. we're like, I consider it our job to give everybody what they ask for. Right. Your name's not on the marquee. Especially the whole. <laughs> I, I really they're, hate they're that. They're my number one priority. I really I'm hate that. That bugs the shit out of me. Oh, man. come on. I, think, just I think we've me. all said that. We've called no. our dancers worse than that. But, yeah. but that's part of the problem, Plus, Bobby. Like some of our guys, uh, like a lot of the guys on that on that very group, we'll call them peelers, like banana peelers. Peelers, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's an, old, that's an old school uh, yeah, but, term. You know, and... Obviously, this this platform always didn't exist when we were you True. Know, in this seat. Uh, otherwise, right. our mistakes would be caught on record for life True. also. Uh, but it wasn't. And we didn't have that platform, so that wasn't an issue. This kid but what had the platform, I think, I think and it, it backfired, The point I think. you're making is that uh, even though that, that reference exists, we might say that to each other while sitting in each other's house, but it's no. not something you'd go do. And no, and I can appreciate where you're coming from that. My problem is that when we created Panda and we locked ourselves in that hotel room in Vegas, me, Dane and Sean Claveau, this is how Panda started. The first letter in that acronym, the P stands for professional. And I have zero tolerance for non or unprofessional DJs. It bugs the shit out of me because we were never given the proper kudos that I felt we believed. We were trying to change our perception of DJs. In the 100%. Right. And we cannot do that until we first and foremost understand what that acronym in Panda means. And that first P stands for professional. And, and it is the most important thing that we have to carry as a group. And the second that breaks down, we lose any and all a leverage that we may or may not have moving forward in this business because it is changing. Yeah. The way we get paid is changing. The way we get perceived is changing. The way that we, everything is changing. And we have to start being more outside the box as professionals, as DJs. So when something like that happens, I feel like it knocks us down a few pegs instead of building us forward, right. you know, as a group and taking this and learning. And that's why I wanted to have Austin on the show today. To, to prove that, A, we're not just here to make fun of people and not give them a chance to defend themselves because that's not right. And, B, hopefully maybe I can learn something from this guy and he can learn something from me and we can find maybe meet somewhere in the middle right. where he learns from this that you can't just spout off on a social media because a guy like me, he needs a job right now. I'm the perfect guy to call right now to get him some kind of a job somewhere in the country. Right. And, and, and he and he blows it by doing a rookie mistake like that. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm hoping to get out of this conversation. That's me, Bobby. I know what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I don't think it's wrong. But that's where my head is on this topic. No, you're right. You're trying to reinforce the fact that being professional takes that word out of our vocabulary as a professional. I get that. 
Boom. Uh, I don't think he said it out of malice. I no, I, 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 I don't either. But this is an educational point right here. Yeah. I'm one of the old guys trying to teach one of the young guys not to do that. Don't worry, Austin. I'm going to give you Platypus's number when we hang out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I, you know, Austin, I do a little segment on this podcast here uh, called the Spitfire of the Week. Because in addition to being a strip club DJ and podcast producer extraordinaire, I also have been known to spit hot fire. So we do a little song cool, every cool. week. So 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 this week uh, I, I'm going to do something different. Usually we wait till another segment of the show to play the Spitfire, but I wanted to play it while Austin was on the phone you today. Him to actually hear the Spitfire. I want him to hear it. Yeah, because because uh, this song this, this week is a first. Yes, yes, and this song this week it addresses both sides of the issue in a way that I think you wrote a song about his post about the the sentiment behind the post. Yes, okay. it, the post inspired the song. What's and it, it, what's it called? The name of the song is called "90 Percent of Hoes Prefer My Style." <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I have to get this song. Yes. So, uh, sorry. Further ado, let's let's hit him with the Spitfire of the Week. Now that's funny. This was called Ooh. "Not 90 Percent of Hoes Prefer My Style." Let's hear it. Can you hear that, Austin? Yep. Okay. Here we go. I'm always making paper for my ladies on the stage When we drop that hot shit, everybody's getting paid I got money falling down from the ceiling on them hoes Make way, DJ, cause your style's getting old 2% of hoes like your rock and roll hits 5% of hoes even know pole tricks 3% of hoes like your jokes and your pupils 90% of hoes is fucking with the new choice They prefer my style you ain't worth my while I be getting money while you play electric slide Saying what I'm playing, it attracts the wrong crowd But we know what that means, so just say it out loud It's them outdated policies that's stopping me Just face it, your playlist is basic and honestly racist Get out of the way, DJ, you got older Your cock rocking days of Bon Jovi is over <laughs> Ooh. Hold on, hold on, wait just a minute. Danny Myers here with the Panda Top 20, and you're not being very professional. I think the old guys got something to offer, and our side should be represented. Take it away, Josh. Let me tell you a little story about back in the day When you couldn't have a club without the DJ He would play to the crowd, he was loud and dynamic The girls were all gorgeous and actually danced And the guys would come in wearing ties and a suit He remind them of times that he had in his youth The loot he would spend wasn't thrown in the sky It was bottles and buying a blocks every time In the champagne room, tipping hosts and the waitress We all made bank, it was truly outrageous The days of the show on the stage are gone We remember how it was, so we played the songs And generate the money at the bar and booths For the debonair player selling champagne rooms What you know about a roast for a bachelor show Uptown t-shirts and a slick promo You don't know, I was just like you Till I learned from the gods of the DJ booth And they called entertainers, never calling them hoes And 10% pay 10% to the pros Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Alright, you like that, Danny? Hey. I fucks with him And we out oh, There it is, Spitfire of the Week this week 90% of hoes prefer my style, there it is that was great. Special guest appearance by, uh, by Danny Myers I gotta get that song That was hot fire I just wanna say, I love you, Danny 
I know you, we, I, I poke fun at him sometimes on these songs, but I like I've actually learned a lot from Danny over the years, and I think he's a great guy. I just hope he has fun with it. He too. loves you too. Secretly, <laughs> I think he wants to kick your ass, but probably, he loves you. Probably, I mean, he does. Probably he's like, you don't want none of this fucking smoke, fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot fire right there. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Now, that brings me to a point, Austin. Let me ask you a question. Um, The music is a very big part of our job, but how much of a percentage do you feel like the music is of importance to you doing your job? I mean, we talk on a microphone. we, We play music. We run a rotation, so we're basically... Like landing planes at the airport, you know, yeah. that guy with the thing. So, I mean, there's a lot uh, of different factors that go into what we do. I wouldn't call myself a DJ as much as I would call myself more of an MC, right. master of ceremonies. Right. You know, um, yep, yep. Um, so I'm curious from your point of view, being the young guy in this conversation, how important or how much of the music is of what you do or what you think 50%. we should do? 50%. Yeah. Let's go around the room. I would consider us floor managers who also, you know, set the vibe. Okay. All right. All right. I'll go with that. Josh, what do you say? Um, You know, I do. I want to say this. When I met Austin, I didn't have any shifts for him. Like I said, I wanted to help him based on his approach and how he seemed to me as a person. I feel like everything else is something I could train you to do in terms of the music or the stuff I want you to say on the mic. I can train you. I want a person that I think is going to be dependable, that's going to right. come to work, that's not going to fuck around with the girls exactly. or cause drama Have or a drug issue. Or- right, exactly. Right. And I and I could see that in you when I met you. I knew right away this guy would be a good, if I employee. had any shifts, right, be a good, a good employee. employee. And that's what I look for first and foremost. Great. Right. I'm so glad you said that. Bobby, how about yourself? Uh, music, I, I see, as, a, as one of the guys that spend a lot of time in the day shift, world i know i can tell you that music makes a big difference whether you work in day or night at night it's a lot more important to play certain types of music during the day i have a i have the circus is open for me if i need that van halen hit for this reason if i need that new banger for some reason i have carte blanche to go all over the all over the genre so from for me it's how i sell it how i keep the party going no matter what i'm playing it's not what you play how you play it so if you're a daytime guy, I would agree with that definitely. If you're a daytime guy, music's probably thirty, you know, and yeah. and then personality seventy because you're keeping a party alive yeah. no matter what you're playing, right? Yeah, because th- there's there's two ways to get energy going in your room. One's the music, obviously, but the other one is is your personality and what you do and say on the microphone. I right. mean, that's that you, Josh. You're in a room filled with Spanish people that probably sixty percent of them don't even speak English. Yeah, but yet. It's still the energy is the energy's there when I walk in the room. Yeah. And they're vibing to not only your music, but the tone of your voice, the excitement that's coming out of your voice, the way you're saying things, the way you're getting the girls on and off stage, the way that you're presenting your overall show. We're showmen. Right. We're entertainers. The music is part of that. And I feel, Austin, that these young DJs, these millennial DJs, don't understand that concept fully. I think that they put all their stock, all their eggs in that music basket, not understanding, like Josh said, you could be the best employee in the world. Once we have that, then we can give you these tools to work on. And then you, 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 you make them your own and you turn into being a quality, you know, DJ and all that stuff. Um, I really want to thank you very much for taking time out of your life and, and, and coming on our show. Thanks for having me, fellas. 
I, I really want to thank you for putting up with me berating you pretty much through this. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's all right. But I'm a passionate guy, Austin, and and I think you that you are, you are, and I think that passion uh, comes from a good place, and 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 I. As much as I'm pissed at what you said and it got under my skin, I wanted to use this opportunity in our platform as a learning experience for a guy like you because you are younger and you don't have the experience that I have in this industry to hopefully take something from this conversation that maybe in the future you'll be a little bit more self-aware of some of the things you put. I'm not saying don't, don't say the things that you want to say, Austin. Be who you are. Be your individual. I appreciate and respect that. But don't cross that line. You know what I'm saying? Don't pull others with you. Yeah. Calling the girls hoes is never a good thing. Even if that's how you live your life, maybe that's your vernacular. Maybe that's that's just your part of who you are. I get that. But in the professional world, that shit does not fly. It just doesn't. No matter any way I look at it, and I always try to find the good and bad in everything. I just wanted to speak my well, piece to that's you. That's really good to know, actually. But, you know... And I'm and, and Austin, I can tell you this because I was one of Platypus's pet projects at one time. <laughs> I was a uh, I was a I was addicted to drugs. I was fucking the girls. I was doing blow. I was drinking, and you know it began to dawn on me that the more professional my behavior became, the better spots in the business I could take. Right, uh, and so creates what, opportunity. What, yeah, what. what what he's talking about when it comes to being professional is that, you know, the more you're able to handle that capital P in your life, then the more opportunities open up to you and the better spots and the better gigs. Cause not everybody who's got a great paying job is an amazing, has an amazing voice. They're guys that we were just talking about show up on time, understand their job, speak clearly, promote the club. You know, they, 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 cross all the T's and dot all yeah. the I's more so than the music even enters into or their voice. They're right. a professional first. And that's how I wound up climbing the ladder thanks to training with this guy right here. And think about it. We personally know Morgan Freeman and he doesn't work <laughs> at any of our clubs. And he has arguably the best voice in the world. Yes. Oh, uh, well, thank you guys. I, I do appreciate yep. being in here. Uh, I was told that the green room would have food, however. And ever right. since this nigga's been on a diet right here, <laughs> I got wheatgrass uh -oh. juice and... Wheatgrass juice? Oh, yeah, the studio's not like as that. fun as it used to be no. on yeah. the food level. Man. Yeah, it's just yeah. that we used to go to La Spada's I'm, after the show. We I'm about to hop, the, hop a, the keys to that motorcycle and drive yeah. out of here and get myself a sandwich. <laughs> you see, true story, Morgan Freeman <laughs> actually worked day shift once at Tootsie's, but he called the girls hoes in a post. <laughs> yeah, and that was the end. <laughs> he had to pursue a career in the movie business. It was. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts, Bobby. What do you got to say to Austin? Uh, it's great to meet you, man. I, I think you got the, I think you got a lot of the right ideas and uh, I, I, I'm happy to see someone like you come into Panda because uh, all these little, these, this, this, uh, this fraternity may give you a couple kicks in the ass, but it's all for the right reason. They're going right. to kick you in the right direction. Josh. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, again, you know, thank you. I'm glad we got in touch here. I'm glad you were able to take part in the conversation today. And uh, and you know, off air, uh, we'll we'll talk, and maybe I can help you find something. We gotta uh, get him over to, there. We gotta get him to Expo. We gotta we, we gotta do something with this kid at Expo. I have a perfect idea for Expo. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that after we hang up with him, so we can talk about him properly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, listen, Austin, I just want to say uh, I know I'm I'm being hard on you, but it's for good reason. Oh, um, not at all, not at all. I want you to succeed in this business. I I want the young generation to also understand respect and learn from the older generation that has paved the way here i think there's a ton of knowledge and you can't discredit that 
we're all different, but we're doing the same thing. And I think there's a way to get there. And I think um, having discussions and debates like this is just that way. And the fact that you had an open mind and uh, you put your ego aside to come here and, and take this berating and beating, that shows a lot, uh, a testament to your character. And um, you can reach out to me anytime you want. and uh, Or maybe you don't want to. Maybe you're like, fuck this old guy. He's okay, <laughs> boomer. But don't ever uh, call me boomer again, show, bro. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, seriously, Austin Tuttle, um, I, I think this might have changed a few people's perceptions and it probably didn't change any uh, other guys' perceptions at all. But at least you came out here and put yourself out there the same way you did on that post. And for that, I, I commend oh, you. I, and, I, I and from this day you. forward, nobody will ever say who the fuck is Austin Tuttle ever again. Now they know. Now they know. <laughs> Austin Tuttle, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Thank man. you, man. Thanks so Thanks much for taking the, the time, show, brother. Fellas. You got it. You got it. See you, man. Appreciate you. All right, man. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Nice guy. He was. I, I, I don't want to, like, you know, turn this into a, a hatred type thing. It was going there. Yeah. Well, I know when, when the post I was, was fired up. When the post was fresh and he was like, really, like, it was fresh and new for Platt. He comes, he's like, I got to show you this. He's like, look at this fucking ghetto piece of shit. <laughs> And I, and I was like, nah. I go, I know who that is. He's actually a super sweet guy. He really is a sweetheart of a dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. He, yeah, yeah. He, he came across that way. I yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't take him as being, you know, he could have came yeah. no, I, I a never, totally uh, different way. I never heard his show or anything. I didn't right. even audition him at that point. I had, had nothing for him. I wasn't going to sure. waste everybody's time. But um, but I did point him in the direction of a couple of people I know that might have been able to help him. And you, uh, You've been holding on to that, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you didn't calm down at all. Like, the minute you started talking about it, the fire came back out of your heart. Yeah. Like, because I, I was like, Platt's, Platt's giving it to him a little bit. Yeah. Harsh, like you heart, like you just found out five seconds ago his club closed, and you must have said that nine times yeah. in your speech. You, you know like, why? Because I'm teaching. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because I'm teaching the kid a lesson. Yeah, I, you know, and 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 when you do something like that, and you put yourself out there like that, and you take a six hundred thread, th I mean that thing went six hundred posts. Yeah, I think plus. it was six sixty three. Yeah, I man. That, that, like So everybody chimed in and everybody gave him a piece of their mind and he took it and I commend him for that. But you got to learn your lesson because otherwise every, you're never going to get a gig or the right gig in this business. That's why fraternity popped in my head because yeah. I was like, this is like a new kid getting spanked or you know, because, <laughs> yes. because you, if I, you, I was like, okay, platypus, you, you said it twice. You can yeah, back up now. And like, I heard it a third time and no. the fourth time. I'm like, you okay. know why? <laughs> And I'll tell you why the 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 Danny Myers in the world, the Glenn Millers in the world, the the Jam and Johnny B's in the world. You know what I'm saying? The Don Megas in the world, the, the, the Johnny Walker, the the guys out there who have sacrificed, paved the way to make guys like me have a profitable future. That my family is so much better because I have the, these opportunities. Right. And it's because of guys like th that. The, yeah. really the guys old, that trained know. me. The guys that got me into this business. Right. And, the, it, and that just pisses all over them. The Doc Rocks. If it wasn't, for Doc, Rocks. If it wasn't for Dr. Rock, I wouldn't have this cool desk. I would yell at any millennial <laughs> for Doc Rock because yeah. they don't understand the sacrifice and the hard work that that man put in him. Even Rhodes, as much as Tim Rhodes and I disagree, he was the first one on that post to, to let him, you know, to yeah. kind of put him in check. Yeah. And I, I agreed with him. I'm right. like, you know, fucking A. Yeah, Tim, you're right. Yeah. You know, because you've been there. You've walked that walk. You know, you've been through that fire. These kids today, they, they just think that 
they, they have a playlist and that makes them a fucking DJ. Not necessarily this kid because he was, you know, I get what he, where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that seems to be the consensus in today's DJ. Yeah. And it's like, you just come with a playlist, man. Like, if Bobby just had a playlist, he wouldn't be Bobby Mack. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you had a playlist, you wouldn't be where you're at today. Right. There's so much more to it. Yeah. And we got to teach these kids we're fucked. My playlists are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I got to admit, like yeah. when I was charting for Panda, like I would turn in what I was actually playing. Yeah. Just just for effect, because I knew it was going to fuck up the roster. Like, <laughs> yes. you know, Toto from Africa was always on my list. Yeah. <laughs> that's I awesome. Mean, look, <laughs> that's a Bobby May standard. That's, yeah, it's you a classic. guys play what you were playing. This is what I'm playing. This is in my top 10 still. Yeah. Yeah. It still makes the daily cut. Speaking of Panda, I want to just take a moment to shout out our homies over there at the Professional Adult. Adult Nightclub DJ Association. Nice. That's where uh, you could find a group of fellow professionals that do what we do day after day. We can exchange ideas. We could learn from each other. It's a invaluable source. Is that invaluable? No, it's a valuable source <laughs> of, uh, of resources uh, for the professional DJ. So uh, head on over to pandamembers.org. Get yourself hooked up. Dane Hansen's your president. He'll take good care of you. Dre Lacey, an ambassador. To the Panda uh, group there, and um, and Danny Myers with with the educational videos, he puts a lot of work into just helping everybody else be better. And salute to you, Danny Myers, and to Panda at pandamembers.org. Yeah, it's, that whole segment was about like a panda sponsored segment. <laughs> yes. it's, it's it's also invaluable, meaning yeah. you can't put a value on it. Okay, yes, right, okay. Right, I wanted right. to make sure I wasn't using it like invaluable, meaning like it's not at all valuable because I, that was not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start calling Dane Grandpa Daddy? Almost. Almost? Almost. Yeah, what's going on? It's uh, it's still in the oven, right? Uh, oh, my yeah. gosh. She's okay. getting uh, she's getting close. I feel like this pregnancy has been going on forever. I would love to follow Lacey Rain around in the grocery store at this weight. Just, like, just to see how she, you know, because, like, I know, like, the Lacey in her is still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same. but you know what? She's becoming more maternal by the second. You know what I mean? Like, she's embraced this so much, and she's so looking forward to being a mom that, like... I think the Lacey's always going to be inside of Lauren, but I think she's finally like embracing her. We'll see. I mean, yeah. the proof will be in the pudding the next time we all get together. <laughs> yeah. and Is the baby's name Pudding? <laughs> you know, I, I've been really lobbying for platypus, and it's not they, they're no. not they're not having. You that. would think they would no. be honored. You would think. <laughs> You know, or, you know, platypus handsome. I just hope it's not like Star Child or Cody or something. No, I'm no, no. I'm sure they'll come up with something that's like, yeah, they're both very normal outside of like I've hung with those two like intimately and they are very normal. How intimately? Like having dinner at their house. Oh, I you meant, like, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Three ways. Oh, no, my God. Can you imagine? Please. <laughs> Well, now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, not uh, like that. I mean, like just being yeah, no, an I intimate know exactly. part of their lives. You yes, know, like I I, I'm, I'm a friend. I'm a, a genuine friend, and they're genuine yes. friends of mine. Yeah. And I see, I've seen her, you know, process. And yes. It's, it's beautiful, yes. man. We've, watched, we've watched that relationship blossom. Yeah, man. From, the, from day one, it's really been like a yeah. you know, a, a thing that now we're at the climax of that. You know, starting point, and yeah. they're having a family, and it's it's I'll beautiful, man. Well, it's, because you started Panda. No, no, we started Panda. I didn't start shit. It was collective. It was me, Dane, and Sean that really got the ball rolling back in the day. I'm not taking credit for Panda. Okay. But uh, I, I was against it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wanted to call a sound. Yeah, yeah. sound. I remember that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Was that I was the, for the, the idea. I was against Sacred the Order yeah, of Nightclub like DJs or something like that. Uh, Society of oh, yeah. United Nightclub oh, United DJs. United Nightclub DJs, yeah. Sound. But, it would know, have been a different world. This, it was decided that we weren't really a society. You know, we're more yeah. of an organization. Yeah, what did I say? The Sacred Order. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like sacred that. Sacred Order of Nightclub. But of think United about Nightclub it. DJs. Panda... It provided Bobby Mac's artwork to be probably the first time that people actually put your artwork as tattoos on their bodies. There are multiple, yeah, numerous tattoos, numerous tattoos of the actual logo, which Bobby created. Funny, funny story about that. Like a week after Dane had just got the panda all over across his forearm. Yeah. uh, Platt said, we're done. We're pulling the plug. We're we're closing panda. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I got to keep it going, man. He's like, you can be done. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I got this thing we're gonna continue. Yeah, it. Dane's yeah. like, man, I just got the tattooed, and we're not shutting yeah. down shop at all. No, you yeah, know, no, just no. hand me the keys. We're keeping, we're, and, we're and open for what? business. That's another part of my anger is knowing what I personally went through, um, dealing with the shitheads uh, in the beginning, and by, by shitheads I mean the guys that aren't part of the organization, obviously, but the ones that were trying to destruct and disrupt what we were trying right. to do. And for any new panda listening, what had happened was when we started this organization, we invited everybody to the party. Yeah. And as you quickly learn, half the people don't belong there. Yeah. And we yeah. learned that the hard way uh, by butting heads and having one section of people act out and another section of people headed toward a specific goal. And it, it came down to, you know, it came down to blows professionally and you yeah. started getting literal death threats at the, your club it, it, the when I, the day i said i'm done and i'm out i was visiting my mom for christmas right i was in chicago and her phone rang at her house and it was somebody that was from obviously the first the, version the, the, of panda the first version of panda facebook and they were threatening my mother and wow. i grabbed the phone from her and they just laughed at me and I hung the phone up and I'm like, you crossed the line. That was it. Like yeah. I can handle Go ahead. They called my club. They called the CEO of Rick. They sent oh, emails. The they yeah. sent the emails owners. to the, to the shareholders. Like it, wow. got, it got deep where there was a lot of anger towards me. And at that point I knew there was no, no, it didn't matter what I was going to do. I wasn't yeah, gonna get you're us trying over to do that. something positive. Right, right. right. I understand why right. you're saying fuck it. And that a, was it. There's a piece of you that goes, "Why am I trying to help people right. like this?" Yeah. But you know, that was a very long time ago. And my hats off to Dane Hansen. My hats off to Jeb Gerald, and you know every every board member and everybody that's a top tier member of that organization for taking a great idea and running with it and making it happen with or without whoever is in your way and people like danny who took it a step further in their own way like hey what can i bring to the hundred percent yeah hundred percent and and for that i i i have nothing but love for panda and those guys running it you know what i'm saying yeah um not to switch gears but uh before we end the show i want to you know everything's official now over at tootsies Mm -hmm. and the usa versus canada is going to be freaking amazing and i want to give kind of an explanation yeah, let's get some details doing. what's going on so um it's going to be april 14th and 15th which is tuesday and wednesday night um we have two teams competing it's a contest 
Okay, and it's Team USA, who's comprised of Annie Lane, Charzane, and our own Ray of Sunshine. Very strong team. Very strong team. And Team Canada, Heather Heaven, Anya Wood, and Shelby Dahl. Also a very strong team. Wow. Okay, so um, the basic way this is going to work is Tuesday night, the girls are all going to show up at the club, and uh, you know we'll have our orientation, give you know the girls a tour, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a, a, a team... Um, I don't want to call it competition, but it's a um, it's it's a team event okay. that they have to do on Tuesday night, and it's a mini hot dog eating contest. And then followed Wait, by, do you mean like they're eating mini hot dogs? Yeah, we cocktail we're gonna wieners. A, yeah, we were going to do a hot dog eating contest, <laughs> but when we did that on the Fourth of July, Annie could only get down on one and a half hot dogs. So yeah. I'm worried about like six girls and eating it's a total of six that, hot dogs. That, it looks like that girl can eat as far as you know, I know. Her, she was so, posting these steak dinners and wait, shit all wait, the time. She talked all that smack. Yeah, and she's from Rhode Island, where we're the hot wiener capital of the world. And she right. got one and a half down. Correct. So, Josh, how many belly busters you do? Oh, dude, nine. I can, yeah, I can do, I can do nine. You're talking all the way. So I went with mini hot dogs just okay. because, you know, we're throwing a show on. Yeah, I, yeah, I want yeah. it to look good. So um, <laughs> they're going to do that. And then we're going to follow that up with a screaming orgasm contest. Okay, I like that. Whichever girl has the best orgasm, the dirtiest talk, whatever. Now, <laughs> this event is a very, very important event. It's fun. It's light. But at the same time, it's still a competition because... Whoever wins the Tuesday night events, the captain of that team gets to pick who performs against who the next night. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. You've so really a, and raised the stakes. I did. As you're saying the lineup, I'm thinking to myself, powerhouse, 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 powerhouse. Holy shit. Like, this is going to be, like, this is one that yes. I can't call in my head yeah. because the, the, the people coming to the table for this are extreme performers. Right. Like, and here's the thing, Bobby. There's no holds barred. If they want to use hoops, silks, you know, all that, the, the aerial stuff, we yeah. have that set up at Tootsie's. Liquid nitrogen. Whatever yeah. they want to do. Liquid <laughs> nitrogen. Explosives. Explosives. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's there. You know, they, wow. can, they can do what they want. So here's how it goes down. So they get, they get to pick who goes, and on Wednesday night, they go head-to-head. A normal feature show is about 14 minutes on our stage. So what happens is we're taking two girls and putting them in one feature spot, meaning each girl gets seven minutes to do whatever the hell they want to do on stage. Seven minutes. As soon as that seven minutes is up, boom, the next girl goes. So let's say it's Annie Lane versus Heather, okay? So Annie goes up. She gets her seven minutes. Then Heather comes up, and she does her seven minutes. At that point, we go to the judges, three judges. Now, there's no scoring. Okay. There's no point total. It's just win or lose. Their judges are going to have a ping pong paddle. One side's going to be an American flag. The other side's going to be Canada flag. Okay. You have to pick who won the round. Whoever wins the round by the three judges gets the point. Two points wins. Wow. Simple, easy, breezy. Wow. The girls don't need a dissertation of how no, good they no, are. No, you They're all amazing. No, they don't need that. They don't need any of that. Let's it's, keep it simple and let's keep critiqued. it to the point. And, uh, you know, this is one of those things that's going to come down to the moment. Like, all these performers are extremely over-talented. It's going to depend on how you do that moment. Yeah. Like, if you have a great show, you're going to have a great score. If you have a bad show, even though you're a great performer, 
then you're. I don't gonna think there's going to be a bad show. This is going to be hard. I feel bad for the judges because that's going to be a tough, tough call. I was going to say I was thinking of asking if I could be a judge until you just said that, and I'm like, you know what? I, 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 not me. Well, I want judges that know what they're looking for. I don't want right. to just pick three random drunk customers. No, that's no, not no, fair. No, right? no, 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 no. I want to get people in the industry. I'm trying to get club owners from different clubs in South Florida. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, because it also gives the girls an opportunity to be seen by other clubs in our club. Yeah, that's which is good, good for them as well. Sure. Yeah. So I'll be down there. Ask me what the grand prize is. What is the grand prize? Ten thousand dollars. Wow, that's a lot of scuttle. But wait, it's a lot of mini hot dogs. There's more, and you're both gonna love this. The Tootsie's Cabaret Intercontinental Championship belt oh, is boom. awarded to all three of the girls that from the winning team. Oh wow. wow. Yes. Now that's going to look way cooler when they walk around Expo with that belt hanging over their shoulder yes. rather than the little sashes and crowns. Thank you. Because that, that, that was the idea. That's going to be awesome. So, and on Tuesday night, we're going to have three guest performances by all three Canadian performers. And I'll tell you why. Um, Charzane, Annie, and Rhea have all at one point or another performed on stage at Tootsie's. They've already done it. Yeah. They've been there. They've been inside the club. They know what to expect. The three Canadian girls have never been in South Florida, let alone the Oh, wow. Okay. This is going to be big. So on Tuesday night, I'm giving all three of them an opportunity to do their own feature show just to get a feel for the stage, entertain our crowd, have some fun. You know, um, but but the actual contest itself will be happening on Wednesday night. I like that. But you guys have time set at all? Yes. Um, Tuesday night, the three performances will be 11 p.m., 12.30, and 2.30. And then on um, Wednesday night, we're going 10.30 is round one, uh, 12.30 round two, 2.30 round three, immediately following as a result and the, the prize giveaway. I'm actually going to drive down and see you on Wednesday as well. Like, I'll be there all day all for the thing Thursday, for Tuesday. Yeah. But I have to get out of work and I should be in your neck of the woods around midnight. You want to MC the hot dog eating contest? Uh, if, if I'm there on time, is it Tuesday you're going to do it? Yeah, Tuesday night or 10 Absolutely. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, if I'm allowed, let me check out first. I expect both of you to be there, and I, I invited your bosses as well. So Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, and, I mean, it should be. I, I asked Jimmy to be a judge, um, and he was like you. He's like, ah, maybe Scott and Jen should be judges. And I'm yeah. like, you know, that's not a bad idea. So. Yeah. No, he's hundred percent right, though. I, I'm I'm working on the judges right now, but they will be. Th I guarantee it'll be three judges, and we're doing the ping pong paddle thing. It's going to be very simple. Yeah, you're going to know the girls from stage are going to know who won the round immediately as soon as they're done. You know, and I just and, and it's there's the rules are very simple. Just I'll perform the girl in front of you. That's it. Whoever had the best set, the judges pick. You know, you, that's it. You get the point. You, when you said an orgasm uh, contest, I, you know, the person that jumped into my mind, even though this isn't who you would normally think, I was thinking Charzane really has got those athletic lungs. She might be hiding one of them fucking Tarzan <laughs> yell. Type well, of plus she's. <laughs> Bro. Plus, she's bilingual, too, so I, she can really win over that Spanish Which is weird because she's so soft-spoken. Yeah. Like, as a human being, she's so sweet, so timid, yes. so nice. But I'm telling you, she's hiding those Tarzan lungs. Unleash the beast. I think Rhea is going to say some disturbing shit. Like in her orgasm screams, I really Rhea, I bleed for you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, if there's one thing I can tell you about the Canadian girls, they have come 
for no mercy on every contest. They have flown down on their own dime and they yeah. have brought it. And yeah. let me tell you this. Yeah, they got something and to prove, the, man. What, for the first time twice last year, mm-hmm. a newbie won the their category yeah. in EDIs in both EDIs. They are not that fucking has around. not happened before. Usually yeah. it takes you a few EDIs to even get recognized. Yeah. And last year, Cassius and, and Heather walked away with their... With their category. Yeah. yeah. The stage show is alive and well in the great white north, man. Those girls put it down. They're and let me tell you this. No mercy. They are all in, like, as yeah. a team. Like, they're already, like, super organized. And here's the best part. they My GM is through the, uh, he's through the moon right now because yeah. the Canada girls put together an advertorial video already. Yeah? Okay. And posted it online about Tootsies. You gotta love that. Oh, are you kidding yeah. me? And then, and then, so now we're like. Where's U.S.? Like, Annie put up a flyer, but they had a video. Oh, so they're, t- it, they're it, taking it up a notch. So at Tootsie's, you. in the club, the, the, you know, the staff and my family is basically like, Canada's got the point right now. Like, we're waiting for yeah. USA now. Yeah, you got to step it up, girls. on social media and, and, like, let them have it. You know, um, it, it's it's great. It's fantastic. It's a different type of event. It's a little outside the box. The most feature pageants because it's not a pageant. It's just a contest. It's a promotional contest. Yes, you know that's it. The winning team's getting ten grand, three wrestling belts. It's a tootsies on it. It's going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. awesome. I can't wait to see those belts. But the best part of all are the people that come to watch this event are going to have the best form of entertainment you've seen in the last twenty years that I've been. You know around this place wow because we are pulling out all stops and it is going to be a hell of a show i hope this snowballs into being a annual thing for you guys i'm so glad you said that because this is actually the starting point of something huge that we're going to talk about on next week's show and that is taking this concept proving the concept and then turning it into the biggest feature tournament you've ever seen at this year's expo on our main stage Wow, love it and it's all wrestling themed out that's why we have the belts. <laughs> nice. Trust me, this is going to be amazing. It's going to set up. I'm I'm hoping that this changes a little bit of the way that these, I think the pageantry of some of these contests that all the features do throughout the country, not all of them, but some of them feel a little outdated from the right. way it's. Been there, done that. Yes. And I wanted to do something and spin it, you know, Bobby? Yeah, it's like the beauty pageant thing. So, it, you know, you have to kind of reinvent it a little bit, modernize yeah, it. Yeah, modernize Bring the fun back. Bring the fun back for the guests. Bring the fun back for the girls competing. Right. I need to tuddle it. So my hoes are happy. <laughs> You gotta tuddle it, you know. <laughs> full tuddle, full tuddle, full tuddle. <laughs> we are full tuddle ahead. Yes, sir. So I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna now, be great. We gotta bring this kid to Expo. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we gotta yeah. hook him up with Daryl Roberson and see what the, see what happens. Because <laughs> that's just he's. I I think he's. Um, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he was a little misunderstood, but self inflicted. He did. He brought it on himself. Yeah, uh, and that's why I'm gonna be hard on the fucking guy. But, you know, granted, maybe I was a little too hard on him the way Bobby was hitting me up after. Bobby's usually my voice of reason, so. He talks you down off the ledge. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. But, but now that you said what you said, it's done. I know you. Yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. over. I'm, I'm done. The that's band-aids are off. That's I'm as good. hot as the fire's going to get That's it. Kid. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. I'm not going to mess with him anymore. Right. That, that's all. He he came on the show. He showed, you know. He, he did. He, he stepped up. He took responsibility. He took ownership to it. He said he was too arrogant. Yeah. I'm not going to beat him up. Yeah. But I had to give him. You know, yeah. the, <laughs> hey, I had to. That's just that's just I want I want to teach. I want to educate this guy so that, you know, 
Otherwise, look, he's looking for a gig right now. He totally turned me off, and I probably could have got him a gig in one of our clubs. And you're gonna just based on the fact that what Josh's recommendation yeah. that he's a good dude. And, yeah, he seems like a good employee. He's, yeah, that, you yeah, know, I think we should help yeah. him out. I, well, I I, uh, I believe what children are the future. Teach them well and let them lead and the let way. them lead the way. Yeah, but not if they're going to call our entertainers hoes. Well, you got to show them all the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I want to say something to you. Please do. Even through your midlife crisis with your motorcycles and your fancy Art Deco desks, you threw down probably one of the best Spitfires I've heard. It's the best one in a while. It's definitely the best one of 2020. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The change-up was fucking... I want to live in the second half of your Spitfire. (laughs) Yes, I made it extra like cheesy 80s style. It was so good. Yes. And uh, it was so good, I want to end the show with it again. We're going to play it again? We're going to play it again. Oh, shit. Not right right this second, because I want to go around the room. And uh, one last time, um, I'm um, going to promo Tootsies, uh, April 14th and 15th, Tuesday and Wednesday night, USA versus Canada. You don't want to miss. Contact me for any details you need uh, via social media, or just check the Tootsie's Cabaret pages on our social media or the DJ Platypus, a.k.a. Michael DeSuno pages on social media. Bobby Mack, you got anything? You know, we're reinventing Happy Hour at Monroe's. We want you to come on back. Okay, we're going to do... Uh, we, you already know that we have the best kitchen anywhere in West Palm. Food Beach. is that's, good. That's not even a joke. As the a food fat, is good. As yeah. a fat guy, I won't yeah. lie to you. No. Yeah. We're actually putting on now wine dinners and five... I'm sorry, wine tasting and five course meal dinners oh, for wow. 99 bucks. Wow. Our wow. first one is coming up this Friday. So I hope you join us. Seating is extremely limited. You're going to get five courses. You're going to tr- try a different wine with each yeah, course. That's cool. Plus, this, you're going, uh, to get going on the Legends Lounge. Uh, yeah. Oh, Plus, there's awesome. nudity. Did I mention nudity? You there's not nudity. plenty of nudity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're reinventing happy hour. Come check us yeah. out at MonroesPalmBeach.com. That's what I want. Exposed buttholes are on my steak dinner. And Bobby, how's the, how's the health doing? You good? I'm good because you left us a cliffhanger a couple I, weeks ago. We haven't seen you. You know, I, I, luckily, I am. Our I, listeners want to know. I am undergoing treatment for uh, for everything that ails me, and we are making progress little by little. And I'm my health is good. Let's say that. I'm just everything is improving. So we're out of the woods. We are. Uh, we're taking steps out of the woods. Yeah, but we're heading in the right direction. I love it. I love it. Josh, what do you got? Uh, well, you know, I work at a top secret location that's so exclusive that we don't promote because we feel like we're we're like the Rolls Royce of gentlemen's clubs or the best kept secret in Miami, and we're going to keep it that way. But I uh, do. Are your hoes loyal? Though? <laughs> These hoes ain't never loyal. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I I, I do want to uh, just mention our GM uh, Brian. Uh, he's got a lot of events going on at the Cadillac Lounge. You can check out their website, thecadillaclounge.com. Uh, I know Rochelle Ryan is on her way. Jesse Jane's on her way. Ray of Sunshine, our good friend, will be there soon, too. So you can check out that website. Look for all the dates over there. I just want to give him a quick plug uh, as, a, as our GM of the Planet Platypus Network. Yeah, and a quick shout-out to Jake Record and everybody over at ED Publications as they're preparing for this year's Expo at Planet Hollywood in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Going to be a great show this year. Going to be amazing. Um, and uh, that's it. I think that's it for the show. All right, I so we're going to end with the Spitfire again so you can hear yeah, it wanna, again. I want to hear the Spitfire one more time. <laughs> right. Good night, everybody. Bye, we'll everybody. See you next week. Stop.
like your rock and roll hits. 5% of hoes even no pole tricks. 3% of hoes like your jokes and your pupils. 90% of hoes is fucking with the new choice. They prefer my style. You ain't worth my while. I be getting money while you play electric slide. Saying what I'm playing, it attracts the wrong crowd. But we know what that means, so just say it out loud. It's them outdated policies that's stopping me. Just face it, your playlist is basic and honestly racist. Get out of the way, DJ. You got older. Your cock rocking days of Bon Jovi is over. Hold on, hold on, wait just a minute. Danny Myers here with the Panda Top 20, and you're not being very professional. I think the old guys got something to offer, and our side should be represented. Take it away, Josh. Let me tell you a little story about back in the day When you couldn't have a club without the DJ He would play to the crowd, he was loud and dynamic The girls were all gorgeous and actually danced And the guys would come in wearing ties and a suit He reminded them of times that he had in his youth The loot he would spend wasn't thrown in the sky It was bottles and buying a blocks every time In the champagne room, tipping hosts and a waitress We all made bank, it was truly outrageous The days of the show on the stage are gone We remember how it was, so we played the songs And generate the money at the bar and booths For the debonair player selling champagne rooms What you know about a roast for a bachelor show Uptown t-shirts and a slick promo You don't know, I was just like you Till I learned from the gods of the DJ booth And they called entertainers, never calling them hoes And 10% pay 10% to the pros Yeah, right You like that, Danny? I fucks with it And we out Oh. Um.